Welcome to the Art of Maneuver intro podcast, where we talk about who we are, why we're doing this, what is the Art of Maneuver, and the underlying philosophy that guides us. So I'd like to introduce my co-host, Brandon Newell. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, this is awesome, Patrick. You know, excited that we're doing this and kicking this off, the Art of Maneuver. We want to make sure that we are expanding the reach of our voice. We recognize that we can't solve all of the government's problems ourselves, nor do we think that we could. You know, it's about inspiring those that find themselves on the edge of the organization that have ideas and, and seeding wisdom into how it can be done. You know, this is not a prescriptive playbook. This is not do these steps. No, this is aspirational, which is so much harder, but it's better. It's the way to do it. It is, how do I have the philosophy and the character with which I can grow these opportunities? And how can I remove my own limitations from the pathway to do more than I could ever do with my own skills? This is about empowering those that are lower down the chain to be the ones that generate the vision, but have it have impacts and opportunity well beyond their reach of their own voice because of how they went about it, the partnerships, and then how they actually were meeting the intent and the goals of their higher echelons within their organization. I don't change just to change because that's fun to disrupt and, you know, stick my finger in the eye of, of leadership or the bureaucracy at large. No, I change because it's needed. Like there's something that needs to be done. We are missing out. We have an, a leadership role. We have a thought leadership role to push the boundaries as to what's next, what's coming. Why does this capability, why does this technology matter so much? And so... We are the enabler to capabilities for the entire Department of Defense. You know, it's, it's our Sunday to Monday problem. We have the world's most advanced smartphones in our pockets. And then on Monday, we can barely boot into our computers. And that is the way we're fighting on the battlefield. That is why many people are now arguing that we have a very serious chance of losing a war to, to China and possibly even Russia. This is why we're talking about these technologies and our bureaucracy is still currently finding it almost ineffectual at overcoming its own hurdles to field these things. So when Brandon is demonstrating in a matter of months, effectively, that you can go from you've never even heard of 5G to now it's installed is not only revolutionary and really important in terms of just innovation, but it is also incredibly important in terms of our you know patrick i think you hit on something there we don't compare ourselves to others and say i want to be that or i'm trying to beat that i'm trying to beat that person we compare ourselves to ourselves yes we have an internal comparison and saying am i doing everything that i could am i letting opportunities go by am i the best version of myself you know what if it's a recognition that that's what's ailed this country. That's what's ailed Department of Defense over these last, you know, let's just call it loosely 30 years of malaise. We said, okay, we'll just stay 
the, the largest military, the most expensive military, the, the greatest reach military, and that's good enough. Who cares if you beat them? Like, are you, the, are you the fastest version of yourself? Are you the best version of yourself? Are you seizing every opportunity? And that's what this program is. You ask me, like, what do I do? I generate opportunities. Well, why? Why are you involved in those? Someone would ask me. Because they were there. I needed to. Like the vision, the idea, the concept was there and the partnerships were potentially there. And I knew it had a strategic implication for the nation, for the Department of Defense. No one empowered me to do it. I just went out and did it. I just started creating relationships. I created vision that was mutually beneficial and we all came together. I think it's uh, it's lived philosophy because what what pours out of you, what the, the passion that pours out of you and how it affects the smallest things around you is also the manifestation at, at a much larger level of this, this greater philosophy of, of who we are and what we're trying to do. And the the way I'll, I'll relate to it is explain a little bit about myself and and why I'm why I'm also here at the table and in sharing this. So my name is Patrick Edwards. I was a an active duty lieutenant in the Navy, uh, and I spent spent six years as a combat engineer. And I I got into that got into the Navy um, a few years prior to that. I I was living in my car, kind of wondering. What am I? What am I going to do? Like, how am I going to make my my impact in the world? I was living in my car because I just knew that this, the system that was presented to me was not the right one for me. I just didn't know what it was yet, but I wasn't willing to let myself be subsumed into the system that would would take away my authentic search for for really who I was. And I'm laughing and smiling over here, you know, because this is like. You're such a paradox to me, which is why I've loved, you know, our relationship <laughs> for the last 10 years. So I love that you're sharing this part. <laughs> I spent a little, you know, a little part of my, my tail end of my six years at the White House. And I'd be in this room with, you know, joking with a cabinet member. And prior, prior to the Navy, I was trying to figure out how I was going to stay warm tonight. And it's, it's just about the journey, journey and, and discovery and love of life. But the, the reason I was not able to sort of participate in the in the sort of this accepted system of, of what one does, you know, go to college, get an internship, get a job, uh, is is because, so I had, a, I had an experience, uh, halfway through college, I went off to South America for, for a year and, you know, sort of a journey of self-discovery. And while there, I contracted typhoid, almost died, and regained my myself and my spirit in in these the shanty towns kind of people who had nothing who showed me how to give everything and that has changed who i am and the way i approach my life and it's it's a, it's it's a it's about seizing every single day because it's a miracle and making the absolute most out of every day and that every human being on the planet is a miracle and should be given the opportunity to fulfill themselves and their authentic selves to the greatest extent possible. And that led me to ultimately, you know, to nonprofits and, and development work and 
then on to AmeriCorps, which is a sort of the American domestic version of Peace Corps. So it's I led a disaster relief crew of quote disadvantaged youth, and that led to to ultimately joining the military because I I've been to kind of as you have to to some of the worst places in the world and and the fundamental driving belief that of that value of of what every human life and what they should have the opportunity to experience. Uh, that's what I believe in. And I feel strongly that the U.S. military, and most specifically the Navy, is the greatest guarantor of the, the world value system that, that we believe in, which is freedom of expression, freedom of movement, freedom of trading, things that allow people to, to flourish the greatest in, in their lives. And that's, that's why we're here. And that's why I think it's, I, I feel so strongly about helping the U.S. military keep its advantage to, to use as it sees fit in, in this balance of powers globally. Uh, because we've both seen close up what the world vision that China and Russia uh, and other places offer. And we, we want to keep that, that which has inspired uh, the greater part of the world for the last 75 years. Yeah, you're you're telling your story there, and you know I love when you tell that because it um, it's the embodiment of human potential. When not only amen, your not only when your talents are at bear for production in your life, but when your spiritual and moral and emotional um, nature is aligned with your talents and how you wield them. But you knew the the moral imperative of what this of what this huge institution means to our country, but into the world yeah. as a beacon of freedom and a protector of freedom, and not just our own, uh, but of others. And so, most people that were you know that aligned would be off you know noodling on something unique and s- small and following the freedom that they needed to to be creative. And you said, look, I've done enough of that. Let me put that aside and come be a part of the big machine and see for myself how that machine can can align with the, you know, the moral and spiritual goals, but imperatives that, that this nation should have for it. And, you know, it's the same thing with me. You know, I, I never thought I'd be in the Marine Corps more than four years. Um, anyone mm-hmm. that met me in my first four years would have never thought I'd be in the Marine Corps because I had too many ideas. I was into too many things. I never just looked like I was the one that was all in. But morally and spiritually and mentally, I was all in. Not to the specific of what I was doing that day, but to what all this meant and what it should mean and what it should mean to my family, what it should mean to my kids, what it should mean to myself when I look back on it but also the beacon that it could be. And so then we found ourselves these creative types that are driven by um, their belief in this world, the belief in in goodness, um, the belief in what could be. And we find ourselves then saying, okay, well, this is how I do it. You know, I mean, I might not be the cookie cutter mold as to what they built uh, an officer to be in the Navy or Marine Corps, but this is who I am. And, you know, I'm going to, 
I'm going to leverage everything that they've taught me um, about what the Marine Corps stands for and our philosophy of even maneuver warfare. You know, it's in the title of what we're doing here. Um, Whoever put maneuver warfare against the bureaucracy? Well, we did. And it was because (laughs) we were taught maneuver against our enemy. And I recognized long ago, without that near peer, we became our own enemy. And in in the the name of the art of war and Sun Tzu, if you do not know your enemy and you do not know yourself, you will lose every battle. And not only did we not know ourselves, we didn't recognize that we were on our enemy. When you are way out in front of everyone else, you will get fat and sloppy and you will believe your own nonsense. And so you just start squirreling away and there's no, there's nothing, nobody to slap you across the face and show you that you've gone awry. And so, uh, you know, this is about philosophy. This is about interpreting the world around us and, and what we're meant to be.